Welcome to Checking Out the Competition, Las Vegas Knights Edition. Wait, Vegas Golden Knights. Why did I do that? That was hilarious. <laughs> I know the name of the team, but anyway, I am joined by Ken Bulky, the creator of SinbinVegas.com. Ken, how are you doing? Pretty good. How are you? Good, thank you. Um, before we start, I'm just going to apologize for any audio issues. I am apparently incapable of doing simple math in my head and thought that we were doing this podcast at noon my time, which is Atlantic time, but we planned for noon Eastern time, which is 1 p.m. here. So I'm actually at a library recording this podcast, so I apologize in advance for any audio issues, but I think it'll be okay. Sounds good. Yeah, so let's just dive right into things. Um, When I was looking into the nights before I chatted with you, I noticed that people before the season started weren't super happy with the way that your off-season went. Um, you guys lost a couple of good players, Eric Howla, Nikita Gusev. Um, how did you feel about things heading into the start of the season? I thought it wasn't the best offseason. Obviously, they went into it with some cap trouble. They were, well, over, to put it politely, and they had to find a way to not be over anymore. They, they got William Carlson signed, and that put them even further over, and then the new contracts kicked in with Flurry and Stone and a couple of other guys, and They had to find a way to do something. I think the issue that most of us had was almost all of the decisions that they made to send players out were to bring in draft picks. It was Mm -hmm. the only player they brought in was Nicholas Waugh, who is actually on the roster now. He wasn't yesterday, but he is on the roster now. He has yet to play in an NHL game for the Golden Knights. And I don't really know how that is going to help you win the Stanley Cup, trading away three players that are usable for a bunch of picks in Nicholas Waugh. Well, sometimes you got to do that. You guys well, are long to term, sure. Lo- <laughs> yeah. Long term, sure. But I think when you have a team that's certainly good enough to be able to win, you'd like to find like like Chicago traded the Yoki Haru kid. Uh, Buffalo traded the uh, Nylander kid. There's a there, there's a couple other guys floating around out there that are could have possibly been options that maybe could have helped this team win this year. The 2021 second round pick they got from New Jersey. I don't think that's going to help them this year. Yeah, but they're off to a pretty damn good start. So things must not be too bad in well, Golden Knightsville right now. <laughs> not horrible. I mean, the, the, the issue that I think most people came into the offseason with was this is a really, really good team, and they're going to be a really, really good team. They just have a few different holes, and then they traded away a couple of pieces that made those holes even deeper, mm-hmm. and thus far, that's been the problem. They, they're still a little short defensively, and their third line can't score. Okay, so I'm glad you mentioned that because I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about the fact that if you run down the roster of this team, it's pretty impressive. Mark Stone, Max Pacioretty, William Carlson, Paul Stasny, Cody Glass, Marcia Show. Um, what is the weakness of a team with that kind of names on its roster? Uh, the number one weakness is probably their inability to score down the lineup like outside Mm. of their top six. And that's not an unusual weakness for really any team. Only the absolute elite of the elite are able to do that. And even that, usually we end up getting to the Stanley Cup and then we say, like, look at the 
how well the fourth line scoring and you look back and they had nine goals over the entire season. They just happened to get one in game six or whatever. So I don't think it's like the end of the world, but I think that's probably the biggest thing. That being said, they're not fully healthy yet. Like Alex Tuck mm-hmm. being out hurts and not having him as an option definitely hurts. And then defensively, uh, I think when everyone's there, they're they're fine. They'll they'll be in good shape. But with Nate Schmidt out, your best defenseman, you're you're probably one short. And they're yeah. they're trying to hunt a bunch of different rookies. And Derek England seems to be getting old in front of our eyes. And I, I don't I, I don't think there's like massive weaknesses. And then the world of of Twitter seems to think that backup goalie is a huge weakness. And well, I guess we'll find out that tonight as Oscar Dansk is going for the Golden Knights. Oh, we're getting the backup. Yes. How exciting. You're actually Oscar getting Dansk. the backup to the backup because yeah, Subban. I thought Subban. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's right. Um, you guys are getting our backup too. Brian Elliott's yeah. playing tonight. What, why was that one? Um, I think so. Carter Hart has not had the greatest last couple of games. Um, so I think maybe it's just a time to give him a little bit. Of a breather, just give him a game. This is, to sit down. this is the front end of the back-to-back for Vegas, so they're oh, they're going okay. with a front end plan rather than a back end plan, which is probably a good idea because the back end plan was a disaster last year. <laughs> well, also the Flyers aren't scoring very well, so playing your backup against the Flyers is probably not a big time gamble at this point. Probably not um, the worst idea. Yeah. Yeah. So, speaking of your goaltending, from an outside perspective. As someone who got to watch Marc Andre Fleury play for quite a long time and kick the shit out of the Flyers for quite a long time, um, for me, if I was a Golden Knights fan, I would always have a little bit of a reservation about Marc Andre Fleury because it seems like sometimes in the playoffs he tends to lose it a little bit. Is there any worry about him at all? Or are you guys super confident in him? 100% confident. He was unbelievable yeah. the first year. And last year, I don't think that was really on him. There were a couple of goals he probably could have stopped. But for the most part, teams got to find a way to win when you're up three to one. That's don't don't mm-hmm. want to pin that one on the goalie. So, yeah, I think I think everybody's fairly confident. There is a little bit of apprehension about how much the Golden Knights like to play their goalies. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think it would be out of the question that he plays 65 games this year, which in 2019 is kind of stupid. And everybody seems yeah. to agree with that, except for the Golden Knights. So. We'll see. They claim that having him not practice as much is going to answer. I don't know about that one, but we'll see. But no, I think from from the Golden Knights' perspective, as long as he's healthy, there's everybody feels like they've got a pretty darn good shot of doing something this year. So you mentioned that you have a kid who's not played in any NHL games yet playing tonight. What was his name again? Uh, he well, he may or may not. I, I, he actually probably okay. will not play tonight. Nicholas Waugh. He has played in NHL games, but he he's not played with the Golden Knights. He played in like six or seven with uh, Carolina, or maybe it was only a few. He 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 has not played okay. much, but I don't think he's gotcha. playing tonight. Okay, yeah, because we have a um, one of our rookies making a debut tonight, Joel Farabee, which is very exciting for us yes. because he's been lighting it up in the AHL. So we're excited it's to see what he's going to do. Eighteen pick, right? Yes, yes, yeah. So we have no 2018 be- picks anywhere on the horizon. Our 2017 picks are just now finally making it here, as our mm. general manager likes to use the term overcooked. We had some time with the general manager that liked to overcook the prospects, so we can yeah. get that. It's a fun word to hear. I don't understand the point of it, but... 
I don't either. When they score 180 points in the WHL, you're like, maybe they should be playing here. Maybe. Can't hurt to see what happens. No. But, you know, NHL general managers tend to be kind of stupid on the whole. So, and old. you know how it is. And old, yeah. yeah. Um, so, as I mentioned earlier, this is a roster stacked with names that everyone knows. Um, mostly because your general manager was able to rob a few teams in the expansion draft. And a couple of guys who weren't previously stars have become stars on the Golden Knights. So one thing I wanted to ask you is if there is a player that Flyers fans may not be familiar with that you think might make an impact in this game. Ooh, that's an interesting one. Uh, Cody Glass Ooh, is a rookie. You? A little bit. <laughs> I don't know what I would say. I just I don't know who Flyers fans would know. Do you know Jonathan Marsha so very well? We do, yeah. Oh, okay. So I would say, like, like, just he... running... Go ahead. Running down the list here, I'm looking at your roster... Um, personally, I don't know a ton about Thomas Nosek. Um, He's not very good. Valentin Zykov. Suspended for 20 games for cheating. Oh, that's that guy. (laughs) Which, by the way, what's up with your players and uh, accidentally ingesting things they're not supposed to ingest? (laughs) Yeah, you're telling me. That, uh, speaking of, speaking of GMs and not, uh, not always liking people like me. They did not like me on that day because my first question to the GM that day was, you know, there's been two suspensions for PEDs in three years and both of them are yours. What is your issue with that? He's, we don't have an issue with that. Basically, they, they claim that Zekoff did this on his own and they had no way to control it. And they also claim that whatever Nate Schmidt took came from some tainted meat or something. I don't know. They, yeah, they, they claim there's no issue. I don't. It's ridiculous. There was definitely a, a marked difference in the way that they handled the Nate Schmidt one and the way they handled this most recent one. Like, the Nate Schmidt like, one was very much like, he definitely did not yeah. do anything wrong at all. And this one, they were like, well, we don't know what this guy did. Right. I think he had to, though. That, that's the difference, is I that guess, had yeah. they come out and said, like, well, we don't know, it might have been tainted meat again. I think the world is looking at him with, <laughs> with the, the, the skeptical eyes, like, uh, I think you're cheating, actually. Is what's happening. Yeah, right. Where this one, they're just like, hey, here's a bus. Let's throw this Russian guy underneath it and see what happens. That a lot of Flyers fans aren't super familiar with. I am only because I had been paying attention to him recently. Um, someone mentioned him to me, and so I st- kind of started paying attention. But what can you tell me about Cody Glass? Uh, so he is the sixth overall pick in 20. 20- 2017. He was the first Golden Knights pick ever. They had three picks in that draft. They've since traded two of them for Mark Stone and Max Pacioretty. So he kind of is the only remaining one that uh, is is kind of what they're laying all their hopes on. He is an he he's an unbelievable playmaker because he has vision that is out of this world. That being said, he's heavily reliant, at least right now, on who he's playing with. So at five on five, you probably won't even notice Cody Glass is on the ice. But on the power play, you're going to think, where in the hell did they find this kid? He's out of this world. Like he he makes passes that I mean, he just had a couple games ago. He had a no look pass to the slot like he's standing next to the goalie and he has a no look pass to the slot. And Stastny puts it in the goal. And you're like, how in the world did that just happen? Like he he's 
his vision is is pretty unreal. Max Pacioretty recently said that he didn't think it was a no-look pass because he's pretty sure the guy has eyes in the back of his head. So he <laughs> was looking. So I, I think you're going to notice him a lot on the power play, assuming mm-hmm. the Golden Knights get power plays, which uh, I never take for granted, especially in road games. But as, as far as five-on-five five goes, he's playing with Cody Eakin and Brandon Peary. And really, he first of all, he's playing out of position. They have him on the wing where Cody Glass is a center. And for some okay. reason, the article I'm about to publish once I'm done talking to you is why in the world is Cody Eakin holding up Cody Glass's development at the NHL level? And mm. that's going to continue tonight. For some reason, they have to play Cody Eakin as a center. And Cody Glass is playing out of position on the wing. He's literally never played wing in his life outside of uh, like when he was growing up. So I don't really understand it, and I don't understand why it's continuing, because that line has done nothing. Like, literally nothing. They have one goal, and it was an own goal, and it happened when they were up by three with two minutes left of the game. Hmm. So I don't think you should be terrified of that line. Okay. So another thing I... On the power play. So keys to the game for the Flyers stay out of the box, pretty much. Yeah, Yeah, the (laughs) Golden Knights power play is uh, on fire right now. Hmm. They've hit on eight of their last 11. Oh, wow. That is pretty good. The Flyers' penalty kill has been better this season, but um, eight of 11. You probably don't want to mess with that power play, yeah. yeah. So another thing I wanted to ask you about is this whole idea of having a tough guy on the roster. Because the Flyers recently added one in Chris Stewart, and he doesn't bring much to the table apart from punching people in the face, which he does quite well. And you guys have a similar situation with Ryan Reeves, although I would argue that Ryan Reeves is a bit more talented hockey-wise than Chris Stewart. But are you happy having a guy like Ryan Reeves on your roster, or do you think that that role is something that's kind of seen its day? Personally, I am not. I think we are beyond that, and I think your best bet is to find a way to have four lines that actually do something on the ice rather than having guys running around scaring people. (laughs) But... Uh, I am not the Golden Knights, and the Golden Knights seem to vehemently disagree with me as they mm-hmm. overpaid Ryan Reeves for multiple years, then had a chance to get rid of him this summer, decided not to. And it wouldn't shock me if Ryan Reeves is on the team when he's 38 because, well, <laughs> they, they just seem to love that. So as far as I'm concerned, no. And if you uh, have have any free time today and decide to look up uh, Ryan Reeves' wife tweeting at me, you'll find some interesting things about what she oh, thinks boy. about my thoughts about him. Oh, dear. <laughs> yeah. Don't piss off the wives. It's never a good idea. I didn't. What am I supposed to do? I said the same <laughs> thing you did. Well, okay, that's fair. Maybe she should not <laughs> name search her husband. That's probably not a good idea that's for her. Fucked, yeah. Um... So heading into this game, is there anything that you're looking forward to seeing from the Flyers' end? Any players that you like watching? Anything you're interested in learning about? Uh, Konechny seems to be uh, pretty darn good this year, doesn't he? He sure does. Like what, what, thing, what has changed there? Um, not much, except that they finally realize that he is not a guy that can carry his own line, but he is a guy that can complete an otherwise talented line very well. So they play him typically with Claude Giroux and Sean Couturier, and that line just works super well. Um, Also, he does seem to have found another gear this season. I'm not sure if it's like getting the contract thing over with, 
has kind of taken some weight off of him or if he's just maturing as a player or, or what. He does look better than he has in years past, but it's going to be interesting to see if he can keep it up. Um, one thing that's interesting about that is Elaine Vigneault seems to have thrown the lines in a blender at morning skate this morning. So everything's mixed up. And uh, that's right now fun. I think, yeah, right now I think they have Konechny on the third line, maybe, or the oh, second so line. I don't know. It's, going it's with very that line weird. Tonight? No, they actually have Drew centering the top line uh, with JVR and Voracek, which is oh. interesting. <laughs> so we'll see what happens there. But they have the new kid, Joel Farabee, playing with Kevin Hayes. So that I'm interested to see because Hayes has been great. So having this kid with a good center, I think, might make for some fun hockey. But we'll see how that goes. Because it kind of looked like a team to me where if you slow down their first line, you it's not to say they have nothing else. Mm-hmm. But if you keep keep the blue line off the score sheet, which Golden Knights do a pretty darn good job of, as that's basically what they're built around playing playing teams like the Kings and the Sharks and Flames and those guys. Right. I think that when you look at I, I to me, like mixing up the lines scares me a little bit more than what 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 it would have been if it was just coming mm-hmm. in like it was because the Golden Knights have a have a lot of different ways to shut down top lines. They don't have ways to shut down three lines that are all going at the same time. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see because what's been weird about the Flyers this season is that they haven't been getting a lot of production out of the top guys, but they've been getting it kind of from the middle sixers. Um, So it'll be interesting to see how this mix-up works out and either in favor for or very badly for the Flyers remains to be seen. Um, One last question that I have for you that I always like to leave with is for a shot in the dark prediction of how you think this game's going to end up. Give me a score. Ah, man. Well, I think both goalies stink. Uh, (laughs) So that's that's starters. I think the total was six. It wouldn't shock me if that goes up to six and a half or even, oh, God forbid there'd be a seven. I don't think I've, I can't remember the last time I've seen a seven on a over-under game. Uh, Let's see. I will say Golden Knights will lose this game to the Flyers four to three. And I think the Flyers will win. uh, We'll have a couple of goals early that will put the Golden Knights in a bit of a hole. They'll climb a little bit out of it, but never actually tie it. And then, uh, yeah, let's go five, three. I'll give you an empty netter at the end. Five, three. Okay. I mean, I like that. That works for me very well. (laughs) That wouldn't be the end of the world for us. Well, yeah, Brian, Brian Elliott, I think will surprise you. He's a pretty solid backup. He gets a backups, lot of shit, but he's pretty good. Backups tend to dominate the Golden Knights, but I don't think mm. Brian Elliott's good. Well, you'll see later on. He's not so bad. <laughs> okay, um, five, two. All right. I'm, I'm hoping for this narrative that you've laid out to happen, but um, I'm a little worried about the Flyers right now. They seem to just be in a skid that I'm not sure how quickly they'll pull out of. Maybe this line mix-up will do it. Um, But as I've said before, like a thousand times, I am on a positivity hype train this season (laughs) until the Flyers like physically pick me up and throw me off of it. So we're not quite there yet. So I'm going to go, I'm going to say four, two Flyers. Four only because we're seeing your third goaltender. Yep. Yeah. So hopefully they'll take advantage of that. Should get a free one. I'd, I'd guess you get at least one free one, if not two. Okay. 
they they will need that for sure. Because yeah. <laughs> they can't seem to score. They have really good underlying numbers, just can't seem to put the puck in the net. It's very frustrating, but that's hockey. All right, Ken. Well, thank you very much for doing this with me. I really appreciate it. You got it. Yeah, this is fun. So, Flyers, Golden Knights in Philadelphia tonight, 7 p.m. for the Philadelphians that are listening. Um, check out Ken's website, Sinbin Vegas, if you would like to learn a little bit more about the Golden Knights. Ken, thanks again. Go Flyers. You got it. And-